Hello, and welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Thanks for joining me again this week. I am so excited to share more tips, techniques, and tools that will help you consistently evolve and be open to failing fast in order to live your best life. If you're new here, I want to help you put your personal life and your business life or career together so that you become more aligned because to live your best life means having a quality of life, right? So today on the show, I am sharing with you five tips to build a stellar team for your business. And if that sounds like something that you want to know more about, stick around. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. So, We're at the end of the year, we're in the fourth quarter, and 2021 is wrapping up. And I pray that you have had a phenomenal year in your business and that you've gotten yourself to a point where it's time to maybe start building out. I know it's a scary thought. I was scared when I first started doing it as well. As a matter of fact, one of my friends, Liz Roberts, um, the Maverick, she calls herself, I'll link her information below. Um, she helped me find some help for my business. And when I um, spoke of my challenges or my fears about starting to build a team, one of the things that she said to me, because my biggest fear was being able to pay them, have that you know, financial responsibility. And I was afraid that I would run out of money. And she made the most brilliant point. And she said, the purpose to hire someone, when you hire someone, they're supposed to make it easier for you to go out and make your money. You're supposed to give them those those uh, tasks that are just fillers for you, that aren't your zone of genius, and keep you from being able to go out and make the money that you want to make. So the, the biggest deal for me was being afraid of not having enough money to pay people that I hire. And so with her words, I was able to move past that limiting belief and hire my first team member. And so if you're in that place where you have a little bit of fear about hiring someone because you're not sure if you have enough recurring revenue, you're not sure if you have enough work, but you find yourself stuck in a place where you're the only person that can get things done, you're not as productive as you want to be, and you find yourself working outside of your zone of genius more than inside of your zone of genius, or you find that you are, you know, chasing your tail trying to do things that you're just not good at, and you are unable to do the things that you are good at and make you money, this is a good time for you to consider hiring a team. And so in the podcast today, I just wanted to give you some of my tips Um, to help you build a stellar team for your business. It's also some of the tips that I share with my CEO um, uh, intensive program that I am creating and testing at the moment. And so I'm really excited about that. That's coming up as um, part of my new signature program that is going to be coming out next year. So I hope you're inside my community, my email community, because that's where I'm talking about all of that. 
So if you're not, the easiest way to do that is just to grab my gift, the BU Guide, because I'm sharing that gift with you. It's an easy way. It's three steps to leverage your personal brand. And I even give you a bonus in the back to give you real expectations around digital marketing for your business. So it's a great find. Go ahead and grab that and join my community and learn all about the program that will be coming soon. But as I was saying, the tips that I'm going to share with you are tips that I've shared with my CEO clients who whose businesses have tipped the seven-figure mark. And so, yes, I work with people in that arena, and they have sung my praises, and they love my tips, and they often call me about different things to help them grow their business and build their team and have quality teams um, so that they can stay working in their zone of genius. So trust me when I tell you these tips have worked for people who have used them to build seven-figure businesses. So the first tip, the first and foremost, we have talked about this personal framework repeatedly. I know you know. I know you've heard me. I bet you you could recite it if I were to ask you to. But your personal framework is what you need to use to determine the personality types that you will manage the easiest. Remember, inside that personal framework, your likes, your limitations, your strengths, your limitations, your desires, and your non-negotiables are all things that you had to create for your framework. So when you're operating inside that framework, you also are going to know who you work with the best, your communication style. You'll know you know, how you have to manage the volume of your personality to work with other people and their communication styles. And so you will understand sort of where your buttons are pushed, what triggers you in terms of personality traits, things of that nature. So you definitely want to take into account your personal framework first and foremost when you are thinking about building out a stellar team. You want to, like I said, rely on those likes, dislikes, and non-negotiables to guide you. And using your circumstances for optimal success, that will help you to identify the type of candidate that you need and what skills they need to help. Because remember, what you have is a full knowledge of your strengths and limitations. And so when you are looking to hire team members, a stellar team member is going to be someone who is a level eight or higher in an area where you're a level eight or lower. So you want them to help co um, complement your strengths by allowing them to manage the things that are your limitations. And so that's going to take some of that burden off of you. So that is why it's really important for you to have um, some idea about your personal framework and have worked through that. That's first and foremost. Next the next tip I'll share with you so that you can have built out a stellar team is to identify the needs and wants of that candidate that you're looking for. Why am I telling you this? Well, it's a lot like working with your target audience. You need to understand what language they're speaking, where they're going to speak that language, what they're interested in, what their wants are for a job. And you need to understand that so that you will know where to go to solicit them. You'll know what type of verbiage to use to attract them. You'll know how to hold their attention so that you can engage them to potentially work for you. This is all important, but you have to identify who your candidate is. And so um, I just suggest that you have already created a culture for your company because you're going to want them to come into your business, but you need them to understand how things work in your business and they need to be okay with that. So before you can communicate that message to them, you actually have to know how things work in your business. And so again, that personal framework, 
coupled with circumstances for optimal success are going to help you create those systems and processes and workflows that can be duplicated. And that in turn will build out your culture for your business and your brand message. If you haven't heard me talk about these things, these are things within my program. I don't know if you heard if I don't know why you didn't, if you didn't hop into that October best, that whole gift is October was my birthday month. Why you didn't hop into that, but we went over these, this brand messaging idea and how the overall brand message is like really to help guide your brand culture and sort of set the tone for how you want things to go and how you want people to see your business. But your company culture is going to be like how you want things done. And so you want to not only identify through, uh, research and we'll get to that in a second but you want to identify what your ideal candidate is looking for because you need to determine whether or not that matches up with your company culture that's what I'm trying to say here also you're going to do that market research just like I said you're going to determine who you want to be your candidates what type of candidate you want and then you need to go out and ask questions do some polls you know do a little bit of research to determine whether or not The candidate that you want to work for you is the candidate you can afford, the candidate that's going to work within your company culture, the candidate that is going to provide you the level of expertise you're looking for, and so on and so on. So just because you have, just like with your customers, you might want to sell to everybody, but you cannot sell to everybody. So you have to narrow your niche. Same rule applies here with your stellar teammates because you want to make sure that you guys are going to mesh well. So you've got to do your due diligence and do the research and make sure that your candidates needs match up with your wants for your candidate. Okay. Now, number three, don't focus solely on the resume. If you want to build a stellar team, you have got to look beyond what you read or what they say. 89% 89% of new hires fall because they 89% of new hires fail because of attitude. So when you read between the lines, which is what you have to do from their resume and what they're saying, when you read between the lines, you need to be able to see those red flags, which is again why your personal framework is so important because you are managing your expectations. You can listen to those keywords that are potential triggers for you. You know what they are because you've identified them. When you did that work to create your personal framework. So you don't want to be caught up in that 89% of, uh, you don't want that 89% of new hires that you bring on to fail because their attitude is bad. You want to do your due diligence before you hire them. 82% of hiring managers see the signs prior to hiring their new, their new candidate. So again, your personal framework is going to be your meter to determine whether or not these are the best people for you and the best way to minimize that is to really just kind of manage your picker in the first place so that you know exactly what it is you are looking for and you can sort of manage that whole process early in the process and be be careful to watch for those red flags so you want to look for things like uh do they fit inside your company culture we talked about that just a second ago 
again, you have to have created a company culture in order for you to know whether or not the candidate you want will fit into that company culture. You want to get a clear indication of their communication style. You don't want to get into a situation where you're like, oh my gosh, this person does not know how to communicate. Or you find that there is a lot of miscommunication or you find that the way their tone, the way they talk to other people or the way they don't say anything and they wait to the last minute. You just want to kind of be very mindful of their communication style. You want to also take a look at their social media activity. Okay. You don't want to just look at the resume. You don't want to just go solely on the conversation you had during the interview. Do your due diligence, read between the lines, and do your research on this person because you want to make sure that you're getting who you think you're getting. So definitely do not focus solely on the resume or the interview. The fourth thing that you want to do if you want to build a stellar team for your business is to hold auditions. You want to have your candidate audition for their role. This is something else that I was introduced to by Liz. I mean, she she made sure that when I interviewed, again, I had never managed anybody in my own business. And so it's very different um, than when you're working for another company and you have um, employees under you because that company provides you with the policies and procedures and people just sort of fall in line because you're not the, the end all. There's someone above you that can, you know, bring a hammer down if necessary. But when it's your business, you're the hammer, right? So you want to make sure that you're getting it as right as possible the first time. And Liz was very transparent with me. And she said, you know, just don't hire them because they sound good. Their interview is good. Audition them. Give them a task before you hire them. And you can do this one of two ways. You can create it as a test and say, okay, before I hire you, this is kind of, I want you to work this problem. I want you to manage this thing. Whatever your business is, whatever role they're going to be, playing in that business, give them a dry run, a practice run, if you will, of some of their responsibilities. In my case, I had my marketing assistant to create some social media posts for me over a period of a week, create the images so that I can see whether or not she could capture my voice um, as she was creating my social media. I wanted to make sure that she could create aesthetically pleasing images that I liked um, for my social media feeds. I wanted to make sure that she could edit my videos the way I wanted to edit it, things of that nature. So there was a week of a test run where she, I gave her my topic. I gave her my, my videos for her to edit. I gave her my, my, um, subject matter for the week in terms of my social media, gave her some images and I just let her do it to see what that week would look like. And she did a phenomenal job, but you know, there was no guarantee of her actually having the job completely until we saw what she brought to the table so it wasn't just her resume it wasn't just me having a conversation with the interview but I actually had her audition for the job I think that was just a phenomenal idea so you want to put your candidates in real scenarios that are relevant to the job they're applying for I just gave you the um, example of my marketing assistant and I think that that is really going to go over well because now you know that they can do the job You've worked with them over the course of the week. Obviously, they're on their best behavior, but you get a general idea of their work ethic and whether they're waiting to the last minute to get things done, if they have a lot of questions and they're unable to take initiative. You can gather a lot of information from that audition. 
Now, the fifth thing that I would say to build a stellar team for your business is to make the interview process a collaborative effort. Now, what I mean by this, my husband works for a company and he is the senior manager in the company. And so when they bring on potential new hires, they have those new hires go through a series of interviews. They may start off with a lower level manager. That manager may give the thumbs up. They send them up the ranks to another manager who may give the thumbs up and so forth and so on until they get to the final person. And then that person gives their okay. And the general consensus is that that person is a good a good choice. Then they go ahead and pull the trigger on that person. My suggestion to you, if you are an entrepreneur, is to take this same model, but instead of sharing it with other employees, especially if you're a solopreneur, you don't have any other employees and it's just you, you're trying to build your team, obviously, then reach out to some of your peers within your industry who don't compete with you um, in the industry and people that you admire or maybe people who aren't even in the industry, but they have roles within their company or tasks within their company that they that are similar to the, the tasks that you're trying to fill with this person um, and let them interview them, you know, because what that what happens when you do that is it allows them to provide you with insight that maybe you didn't see or, you know, they might see something in that person that you didn't think of or that didn't really matter to you at the time, but they have experience in, you know, how that can play out in the future if you move forward with this person. And because they're a peer and they're someone that's in the business, they're entrepreneurs, they understand the need um, to have a second hand um, and not necessarily have the budget or feel like you don't have the budget. So they're going to help you be as, um, uh, what what's the word thorough as possible um um they'll help you really like dig deep and 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 just get as much information to make the best decision as you possibly can so i think that that is a good idea so again you know if you are looking to build out a stellar team these five tips to build out a stellar team i think will be will serve you well as you um, start that process here in the fourth quarter, I would definitely make that a task if you're looking for help in 2022. It's a great time. You've got November, December to go through the process um, and to really get a good feel, a good, a good, you know, string string of candidates to choose from. Again, I'll run through them. Number one is to use your personal framework to determine the best personality type that you that you want to manage. Number two, identify the needs and wants of your ideal candidate. And we talked about that. You have to have a brand, a company culture, um, do your research, um, and then um, make sure that what your candidate needs is something that you can actually provide and it matches up with your company culture. Number three, don't focus solely on what the resume says. You got to go beyond the resume for sure. Number four, you want to audition them, make sure that they are who they say they are and can do what they say they can do. And then lastly, share the share the will, you know, make that interview process a collaborative effort with some other entrepreneurs that you respect and admire um, who are within the same wheelhouse um, in terms of where you are in your business so that they can maybe show you something that you didn't see 
or bring up points that you didn't necessarily know to make. All right, I hope that helps you. I hope that you really enjoyed this podcast this week. I want to remind you that we are going to be wrapping up this season on the week of December 10th. So I hope that you have gotten everything you wanted from the CEO mindset. I hope that you have learned how to consistently evolve and be open to failure or at least be open to learning how to consistently evolve and be open to failure because it's so important. And I want you to have like live that quality of life that you're looking for, have that balance so that you don't feel like you're strung out and, and just given too much over in one area and not enough in, in another. You can definitely have the balance and the alignment if you're coming from an authentic place and this CEO mindset is exactly how you get that you need to create that mindset within yourself that allows for effective efficient and aware leadership so I'm glad you were here with me I hope you come back next week if you have not already leave a review if you will Um, I would really appreciate that because The powers that be in Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify, all of them love to see reviews to push your content out. So if you've been listening to the CEO Mindset for some time and you have not left a review, please go ahead and do that. Also, if you want to join our community and learn more about my signature program that is going to be launching soon, guys, that October Best was the bomb. And the trainings were, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, they were actual trainings from my program and um it has just been very well received also i'd mentioned the the intensive that i'm doing for ceos um, and the material within that has been used by um, entrepreneurs who have built businesses to seven figures and so the what i'm sharing there definitely works when you listen and you you take action from those uh the tips and those trainings and so I hope that you come back next week. If you've not, go ahead over to Andrea Patrick Official on YouTube as well. I am trying to grow my YouTube following to 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. With your help, I can do it. If you love this content, then you will definitely love what's happening over on my YouTube channel because I walk it all out in real life. Like I'm showing you how I'm using the tips that I'm giving you. And so if you're that person who needs to see it to understand it, definitely head over to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official subscribe and help me grow to a thousand subscribers and follow me on instagram af patrick if you've not already grabbed that bu guide because it it adds you to my community but you also get a great gift three steps to leverage your personal brand and grow your business with an amazing bonus on the back to help you manage your expectations around digital marketing so thanks again for listening have a great rest of your day How you approach things in life depends on more than the circumstances being presented to you in any given situation. In my book, Be the Brand, A New and Organic Approach to Personal Branding, and the BTB Business Journal, I'm exposing untapped ideas to developing a personal brand and how to use it to build quality marketing campaigns that take a little effort but resonate with your desired audience and increase engagement and conversions almost immediately. Use the tools I give to decrease the overwhelm fear, and anxiety that will inevitably come your way. To get your copies, visit my website today, www.andreapatrick.com forward slash books. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, 
profession or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.